0: You're listening to Rhema for Today.
1: That's where it comes from. Does not it say every good and perfect gift cometh down from above? And I'm going to tell you what. I thank God every day for those great scientists that have worked hours and hours. And God has given them the ability to help mankind in the area of sickness and disease. But I thank God that there is also the area of divine healing as well as there's the area of natural medical healing.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth Hagin continues his teaching, Healing in the Word, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now... Let's join Kenneth Hagin for today's message.
1: How many of you remember the simplicity of used to? When a man gave his word, if it cost him, he still kept his word. Anybody remember that? My father still believes that. He still teaches that. He says, if it costs me money out of my own pocket, if I give my word, I will stand behind my word. And I said to him one day, I said, well, how, why are you so staunch on this? He said, well, in the first place, it's, it's, it, it shows your character. Naturally, humanly, it shows that who you are and what you are. But he said, there's something further. He said, I am a child of God. And I have a heavenly father that teaches that if his word says it, he watches over that word to perform it. And I am a child of God and therefore if I give my word on something I should be and have the attributes of my Heavenly Father. I should watch over my word to perform it at all cost. And if you'll study God's word you will find out that He will watch over His word and perform it at all cost. That's why you're where you are today because he has watched over this word for though these many thousand years and has never failed to perform when they, people, human beings, his creation has read this word and called upon him to perform it. Is that right? Why is it that we never question whether it's God's will or not, we we say, oh, we don't, we pray, oh, is it God's will to heal? But we never have a question when we call the doctor. That never enters our mind. It never enters our mind when medical things come into play. Our natural means come into play. It's only when the great physician is consulted do we get into this high toned if it be thy will type situation I asked you a question if it's not God's will for you to be healed why are you calling the doctor I mean you see if we would just use a little common sense if we would just think for a moment and think correctly If it's not God's will to heal, if it's not God's will for us to be healed, then we better not call the doctor, we better not do anything about getting healed because we'll get out of the will of God. And we know what the Word of God has to say about those that are disobeying and walking out of the will of God. Now you see, the thing about it is that we have not allowed, we we have just... We've swallowed everything that everybody said and haven't stopped long enough to use our own brains and use our own minds to think on some things. If it is not God's will to heal, then you are in gross disobedience to God to take any medicine or anything else to try to get yourself healed. bring to you another point. The fact is, God so loved people, even those that were not accepting Him, and had not accepted Him as their personal Savior, but He made man, and He so loves man, that even when man rejected Him, He gave man the power and the knowledge To help and to heal from a natural standpoint. That's where it comes from. Does not it say every good and perfect gift cometh down from above? And I'm going to tell you what I thank God every day for those great scientists that have worked hours and hours, and God has given them the ability to help mankind in the area of sickness and disease. But I thank God that there is also the area of divine healing as well as there's the area of natural medical healing. God's best is divine healing. But God has also made a way for those that will refuse to believe Him. Now, there's some areas that you run into that they can't help. Now, you realize that science and medicine can help in some areas. They can heal and, and, and some effects of healings and a cure, but they run into some incurable situations. I thank God that He's there always ready and able and willing to help those that will turn to Him and when the impossibility faces somebody, they can turn to Him and... And Mark 9, 23 says, All things are possible to him that believe It is God's will to heal, and it always has been. God gave his healing covenant in Exodus chapter 15. Turn back there with me if you would, please. Exodus chapter 15. You start reading, you read the whole thing in verse 22. I'm only going to read verse 26. And he said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord God, and we'll do what is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases, or, as the literal translation, I will allow none of these diseases upon thee. Why won't he allow them upon Because they are keeping his commandments, and walking in his side, walking in line with God, which are upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. That's what he told the children of Israel, Many, many years ago when he brought them out of Egypt's bondage. You see, Jehovah Rapha, I am the Lord that healeth thee. That was one of the seven compound names of Jehovah God. Jehovah Rapha, it says that I am the Lord that healeth thee. You see, healing was given and established with the children of Israel. Were they not God's children? Did not He establish a healing covenant with them? Did not He tell them if they would live and walk in line with God's word and keep His statutes and His ordinances, what did He say He would do? If you go on reading there in Exodus and get on over a few more verses, a few more chapters, you'll find that He said that He would not only heal them, but He would take sickness away from the midst of them and keep them. Did He not say that? Now, I asked you a question. Are you children of God? Why would part of God's children have a promise that the rest of them don't? How many parents are in here this afternoon? How many of you play favorites? And you say, okay, this child, now this this part of the family, they receive this, but now this part of the family over here, they, they, they don't get to receive this. This part of the family over here can eat strawberry shortcake for supper night, but this part can't. Now, you might do that in a disciplinary measure, but you try your best. In our human way, we do it sometimes. But we try our best not to show favoritism, don't we? We do the best job we can to try to make everything for everybody. Now I want you to notice in Galatians 3 it tells us that we have been redeemed from the curse of the law, Christ being made a curse for us, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. What was the blessing of Abraham? That was the blessing that the children of Israel were walking under. They were the children of God. They were... The children of Abraham, is it not? Have you not studied back and find out that the children of Israel were the children of Abraham? That was the seed, that was the father of many. He that said that he had made him the father of many nations. How many of you found out that that's the nation that he became the father of, huh? You remember when it was told to Abraham and Sarah... And his name was changed from Abram to Abraham, the father of many nations. And God said, I will make thee the father of many nations. And he didn't have anybody. Well, you go back and you'll find out that Isaac descended from Abraham. And from Isaac came the children of Israel. Is that not so? Now, that's one nation, isn't it? Abraham also had another son. His name was Ishmael. And from his seed have come the Arab nations. There was always trouble between Ishmael and Isaac. And there's still trouble between Ishmael and Isaac. Thousands of years later. But has not Abraham became the father? Did he not become the father of many nations? Is that right? Now read in Galatians. Paul says that by faith we Gentiles have become the seed of Abraham. You will find that in Romans chapter 8 he says that we become heirs with Jesus Christ. You will find out that because we have become the children of God and the sons of God we have the right and the privilege. To expect every one of the promises of God that He has made to His children to be effective in our lives today, and one of those was healing.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer is the three-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, How to Receive from God. Also in this month's offer, the book from Kenneth Hagan entitled, Blessed Is for the special radio price of $24. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagin Ministries, Coming up the first of November. Yes. It's busy, busy, busy. Call to Arms Men's Conference. Gonna Wonder- be, it's going to be a wonderful time right here on the USA campus.
1: If you want to know more about it, go to rama.org slash CTA. Right. All the information is there. Uh, so all you gotta do, if you want to know anything about us yes. or the Hagen Ministry, yes. or Rhema, all you gotta do is go to rhema.org. It's all there. That's right. Everything is there.
0: Tomorrow, more from Kenneth Hagan with his teaching, Healing in the Word. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.